What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number uh, 62. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend Brett Roberts on our hiding each spot, as always. Brett, how are you? Sup, bitches. What's going on, Josh? I see we got Chad Warden in the house tonight. Chad Warden, Chad Warden, Chad Warden in the house. Chad Warden in the HQ tonight, if you will. Party every week, baby. And the party doesn't stop. We'll never let the party die, as they say. That's right. So, how are you? I'm doing good. I, I'm doing quite well. It's a Monday uh, evening, and I'm tired, and I want to go to sleep, and I don't want to be here, and I don't want to be doing a podcast with you, and I want to go to sleep. All right. Roll the outro. So there's that, and uh, call it a day. Wow. Well. I'm kidding. Big news day. A lot of stuff broke. A lot of news broke this morning. Uh, I was sending you stuff yeah. all throughout the day, so yes. I'm really excited. Yeah, we've been excited to uh, dig our big meaty claws into this one. Yeah, uh, I just want everybody to know that Facebook is fucking terrible. I truly want everybody to understand that. Mm -hmm. Okay, now that that's out of the way, um, let's hop into it. So, quick topic rundown. Uh, we have a special announcement. At the top of the show today, which we'll get to you in a minute, regarding a, a, a special video coming at some point this week. Uh, excuse me. We'll be doing our media. We're doing our media consumption update, as always, telling you about the stuff we're watching, playing, and sucking. Uh, then we have the Abysmal Chronicles for you uh, as well. Uh, some abysmal stuff in there. And then, of course, our title uh, topic for the show. We're going to be talking all about the Resident Evil 4 remake uh, really in-depth, getting into it, digging into it with our big meaty claws. Um, lots of news and rumors and confirmations and teasers uh, surrounding that. And then, unfortunately, we're going to be talking about the uh, game called Cyberpunk 2077, which uh, I thought was banned from this channel, but I was... Uh, informed incorrectly i suppose and we're going to be talking about it today uh and the game's bad uh and there's next gen update coming for it uh and it's bad so and then indie intel as well uh, our final topic as it is every week we're going to be spotlight spotlighting several indie games today uh coming from playstation uh, they just re revealed a bunch of them um yesterday including the one that i think brett and i are most excited for which is salt and sacrifice so <laughs> so that's it Well, why don't we get into the the little special uh, little special John you got planned here? Yeah, do you want to you want to preface this at all, or should I should we just roll the clip and then we'll talk about it afterwards? What do you think? All right, here's what I'll here's what I'll say. Here's what you'll say. I'm listening. If you've heard of Letterboxd, right? You know that you know there's this fascination with logging things that you consume. You know, on the podcast here, we do a media consumption update where we go over all the things we've watched. Um, but there's Letterboxd, which is only for movies and some TV shows, right? But what if I told you that there was an app, a website, that does the same exact thing as Letterboxd, but was for video games? Are you asking, is that an actual question you're asking me right now? Yeah, what if? Well, I don't need to imagine because I already use the service. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, uh, human that's watching it, why don't you have it yet, huh? I forget and what you asked. 
It's called GG. It's called GG. It's on the App Store. There's a website, uh, ggapp.io, I believe. Yeah. And it is amazing. We've been using it for years at this point. We actually used GG to make a whole video series where we ranked different video games. Uh, so I had a list of my top 50. Josh had a list of his top 50 games. And then we kind of made our own combined list of Haptic mm. Intel's top video games of all time. Yeah. So we've been using it for a while. And the exciting thing is we actually had the chance to speak to the creator of the GG app, Charles Watson. And we did a little interview with him. And we're going to play a short clip from the interview. And then the full video is going to be going up on our channel later this week. Uh, so, Josh, I guess uh, without further ado, uh, let it roll. All right. We have a special guest with us, uh, Charles Watson, the creator uh, of the uh, GG uh, video game tracker app. Welcome, Charles. Uh, very special guest. We appreciate you taking uh, time out of your day to chat with us. That's good to be here. I know we're not Macaulay Culkin, but <laughs> yeah, we're that was there. so weird. <laughs> Wait, that's whose like... podcast you were on? No, no, no. Oh, no. So, like t two or three weeks ago, I did another podcast that night. I had a dream that I was on his podcast. Oh like, it was so weird. That'll be my like ultimate goal is to be on his podcast. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so there it is, Brett. Uh, we are inter in we interviewed past tense. We already did. Um, and, uh, yeah, Charles Watson of GG. So he was really chill. He was really cool. Yeah. Uh, very humble. Um, mm -hmm. I'll give you a little spoiler for, for those of you that, you know, are going to check it out later. Basically to run these kind of websites, these apps, you have to have a database of, for example, letterbox has a database of movies that they use and they don't even have their own database. They use the movie database or the TV show database or whatever in order to pull all that information into the app. Well, Charles with GG, he was using some database for video games, but it got to a point where he was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna make my own. And he literally started from scratch, deleted everything out and created a database of video games. So there's like, I would assume every video game ever made, every version of every video game ever made, uh, being made by this guy in this database. So, um, you know, shout out to him, big respect for, uh, for taking that on and, you know, Super pumped that we got to talk to him, and I'm, you know, excited for everyone to see the interview. What do you guys yeah. say, Josh? Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, it was cool. Um, the teaser that we showed you does not tell you anything about the interview itself, actually. <laughs> um, but it's hard to, you know, edit a teaser around something that's uh, like a long discussion. Um, but anyway, when it does come out, I really encourage everybody to go uh, check it out. Uh, we really appreciate uh, Charles coming to chat with us about it and video games and our conversation goes a lot of different directions and places um but it's almost an hour long uh chat um it'll be out some point this week i'm not exactly sure when it's going to depend on you know there's a lot of news uh this week too that we're going to have to discuss but it will be out some point this <clears> week <throat> so stay tuned and thank you charles if you don't if you play video games and you do not have gg downloaded yet go do it in the meantime and subscribe to the elite feature on there as well because he needs it um and yeah, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, follow us on there too. Let's uh, let's get a little community going. On yeah, GG. yeah, for sure. Uh, I think actually we have those links in our link tree, whatever. 
things in the chat in the comments I, dude i'm sorry i'm drinking diet coke right now it is making me gassy it's okay i don't normally drink diet coke during the week but i really had a hankering so i popped one open you think that's what gg stands for gassy guys i thought you meant diet coke and i was gonna be like wait <laughs> wait a second those letters don't match no not that bmar in the chat says i'm poor I don't know what that is in reference to. And then, he's, and then he says, absolutely based. Uh, he was talking about Charles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely based. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was um, really okay. cool. Okay, so again, like we said earlier. Diet <laughs> <laughs> Goke. We Sorry. will be getting to the Resident Evil 4 <clears throat> stuff, um, but we have a few more housekeeping things to do before that. Oh, speaking of! Oh, no. <laughs> what? I mentioned this before we started, and I forgot already, but listen, we released a video last week about Saudi Arabia being abysmal and buying oh, yeah. 5% 5, 5 of Capcom. L listen, we have a track record on this channel of calling out abysmal people for doing abysmal fucking things with gaming, and that includes the United States and any other country in the world that wants to censor shit or has humanitarian issues, okay? And Saudi Arabia is not fucking barred from that, all right? So, stay out of our fucking comment section if you're going to come in and suck off a country that is fucking terrible and kills people and doesn't treat women equally. Including the fucking United States, dude. Get out of our fucking comments. I don't want you in this fucking community. Get out and go fuck yourself. That's Guess it. who's wrong? That's it. I had to say it. That's it. Listen, if you fucking... If, first of all, if you're not going to watch the whole video and what we say, then... Really go fuck yourself. Second of yeah. all, if you're going to stand up for a fucking a country or a company, you can especially go fuck yourself with a little fucking extra lubrication for that. All right? Ow. All right. Less lubrication, actually. So it hurts more. So, okay. All right. Anyway, I had to get that out there. Media consumption. I agree. Yeah. Media consumption update. But <laughs> Saudi. Uh, Bmar says Saudi royal family paying for 500 shill accounts to argue in the comments. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. Uh, media consumption update. You want to go first? You want me to go first? What do you want? We don't have a you ton of overlap. Okay. I'll go first. Actually, we do have a bunch of overlap. But that's okay. Okay. So first of all, movies. I watched The Matrix Resurrections finally. Yeah. What are I, your thoughts on that? I'm here to tell you, folks. It it's bad. It's um. Real bad. It's real, real bad. Um, I really wanted... I went in expecting to like it. I came out uh, hating it. It is the worst Matrix movie by far. None of the action is interesting. None of it has the sauce that makes the original Matrix intriguing. Uh, it's ham-fisted. It's super fucking meta in the worst way possible. Um, and... I don't like it. I think it's really a terrible, terrible film uh, on every fucking level. Um, That's a shame. That's That really sucks. That really, really sucks. I hate that I feel that way about it. I know there's a lot of people that like it. I know there's a lot of people that don't like it. I wanted to like it, but I couldn't do it. And it's one of those movies that the longer you watch, the more you get angry that you're watching it. Um, Just a waste of time. Do you, understand, do you know what the premise is, Brett? Yeah, isn't the premise that Keanu Reeves um makes a video game that is the matrix yes yeah that's what i heard uh it's so, it's so fucking stupid and i hate it i uh, don't recommend it that's it what a big l for keanu 
listen, it's not his fault. He does a fine job, and so does fucking Carrie Ann uh, Washington. I don't remember what her I name I don't know her name. Trinity, the girl that plays Trinity. Uh, they do they do a great job. Um, unfortunately, the movie fucking sucks my asshole. <clears throat> um, also watched Cry Macho, which is uh, Clint Eastwood's new joint. Not that new, but his most recent joint. Uh, not great. <laughs> it was all right. It's Clint being Clint. Um, you know, I I wouldn't recommend it if you don't really like Clint Eastwood. Um, not and then fan. and then I rewatched Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, which is the John Wick esque movie that he's oh. in. Now I watched this earlier this year when it came, or earlier last year when it came out, uh, and it was fucking slick. And then I rewatched it. I was I was in New York, um, you know, visiting some family. Uh, and just you know, watching some movies and stuff like that, and uh, they hadn't seen that, and I was like, "Well, let's let's watch this. This movie fucking slaps." And I'm here to tell you again that that movie fucking slaps. <laughs> uh, it is basically uh, John Wick, but uh, with a completely different premise. Um, and Bob Odenkirk's a badass in it, and the action is fucking slick, uh, and it's awesome. And then that Brett prompted a rewatch of John Wick too. Oh, that movie's good. Which I did. All of the John Wick movies are good. Yeah. But I specifically wanted to watch John Wick 2 because that's my favorite if I had to have a favorite out of all of them. Wow. Okay. See, I'm in the camp that believes John Wick just gets better as they go on. No, no, no. But, Subjectively, you're correct. But I think I agree with you, though, that John Wick 2 is the best, is my favorite one. So the reason it's my favorite one is it has that nightclub sequence, and the fighting of the catacombs in the nightclub sequence yeah. is... It just makes me rock solid. I don't know what else to say. It's really good. It's I don't know what really else to good. say. And the other movies have their sequences, no <clears> doubt. But that that one, that scene in particular always um, stands out to me. It's also the beginning where he goes to get his car. He calls the guy, yeah. and he's like, in Russian, he says, you have my car. And he hangs yeah. up, and the dude, like, shits himself. Well, because uh, in the first, at the end of the first movie, like, you know, it gets resolved, but not quite, right? So, right, 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 right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, great movie. Um Games, Dying Light 2. That's a game. That's certainly a game that just came out. Ah. Now, we put up a little review last week of the first, like, 10 hours or so. I'm now about 30 hours into the game. And I must say, my opinion has not changed that much. Everybody, Are given... you sure about that? Yes, everybody giving John Wick movies love in the chat. Bmar says John Wick movies because they aren't deep. Are the kind who wants John Wick movies to be deep? I just want to see Keanu fuck shit up. Yeah, and then Joanne match it. Good movie. Uh, yeah, great movie. Uh, anyway, so Dying Light Two. My opinion hasn't changed much. Uh, I think I'm disliking the game more and more the more I play it. Um, mainly because I'm trying to be a completionist with it, and I think, like you said, Brett, it's ruining my enjoyment of the game. Um, yeah. I also think there is some way more jank than I want in this game. Um, and uh, my big issue is that it takes 20 hours for the game to actually even be playable, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, dude. It. I said last week in, in the little review we did that like yeah. the game does an interesting thing where it starts you off with like no abilities and like you kind of like have to upgrade to like make the game enjoyable and fun. Yeah. At the time, I thought that was like a bold choice, but now I think that it's a really big mistake especially learning that you don't unlock things like the grapple hook until second to last mission of the whole game. Right. 
what are they doing? Like, yeah. why were they, what were they doing when they decided on that? I, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I agree. It's really a detriment uh, to the game. Um, and it's kind of like lazy open world design too. It's very checkboxy. Um, <clears throat> there's just, there's not a ton in it. And I, I mean, I'll, t I'll tell you this, I'm going to try to beat the main story this week before Horizon comes out. Uh, but when, once Horizon comes out, uh, you know, I, I ain't finishing this game first and I'm going to shelve it um, probably for a long time because um, we there's have Horizon, Horizon and then Elden Ring and there's a lot of games competing for my attention right now and, and this game is not doing it for me which really pains me because I, I like Techland I wanted to love it uh, maybe I'll look back on it a while from now differently but right right now I, I, I'm not enjoying it so. at least you can play it well that's true you can't even fucking play the game even we'll after the patch that. yeah yeah we'll talk about that uh, TV and anime uh book of boba fett finished it um a lot of people didn't like the last episode i enjoyed it quite a bit yeah what's what's up with that why why it's, is there such a so the second half of the season right so uh, which we've talked about before the first three episodes um four episodes whatever the first half of the season is not great in my mm -hmm. opinion um which it just shows boba fett stuff the second half of the season specifically episode five and six or six and seven or whatever it is uh the two that are the second half of the season i don't want to give spoilers are so much better in every fucking way possible let's put it like this when they get back to what the what the show should have been right yeah. <laughs> what this show should have been it gets yeah. slick so the last episode kind of combines the two right which is what i kind of expected now the last episode is definitely weaker than the previous two because it's a lot of action and it listen it's a robert rodriguez directed and written episode um robert rodriguez um <laughs> sucks and he's doesn't doesn't understand what star wars is he's great for some slick moments like the boba fett episode in mando season two and in some things in this episode that we got that i can't believe we fucking got that are fucking slick as hell Dude, but he's great in spy kids 3d game over you know <laughs> yeah but there's a lot of blocking and action sequences that are slow uh blocked really awkwardly like don't move there's some there's a lot of jank to the episode i'll say but it gives us some stuff in there that's really slick and for me the the good um outweighs the bad but it leaves me on a question mark of what's next and i'll leave it there because i don't want to talk more because i don't want to get into spoilers but okay. um, i i understand why people don't like the last episode but i personally enjoyed it and me knowing you brett you're gonna like some stuff in there a lot. You're going to fucking skeet over some stuff in there, and that is a fucking guarantee. So here's what I'm gonna say. I I think that you know me, and you know what I like, and I think we're pretty similar in what we like. And true, you told me that you know the first couple episodes of the Book of Boba Fett were very bad, and that's why I kind of didn't watch it. Mm -hmm. And then you told me like, oh dude, it's getting good. And now I I started to watch it. But yeah, when someone tells me like the finale sucked and I see certain people giving it like a nine out of 10 and I see some people saying it's the worst Star Wars thing that they ever saw, mm -hmm. you know, it's causing some concern. But to yeah. hear you say that I would like it, that makes me feel yeah. a lot better. You, there's there's <clears throat> some very specific sequences. And first of all, if you don't like the resolution of it, of the arc mm -hmm. that it is, then I don't understand what you were expecting. Mm -hmm. um, but you specifically, mm -hmm. there are some sequences in this that will absolutely blow your mind in the spirit of how, what they were created as. Knowing the genres that you like, the films that you like, 
uh, that we both like, when these things happen, I was like cheering. I was like, fuck yes, dude, let's go. And that's when Robert Rodriguez is at his best. He's at his worst when he tries to do anything character-wise or shoot not action sequences. And he also doesn't understand Star Wars. I'm going to stick by that, and I'm going to keep saying that. You need to have people that get Star Wars make Star Wars. Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard gets Star Wars. Deborah Chow gets Star Wars. Dave Filoni gets Star Wars. Robert Rodriguez doesn't fucking know what Star Wars is. Yeah. He doesn't. That's a damn shame. And he's not good. So let's get him out of there, Kathy Kennedy, because you're fucking stupid. All right? Jesus. Okay. Anyway. Bimar in the chat says, I think in reference to Dying Light 2, some of the voice acting feels like VAs record their lines in separate rooms. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm skipping every single cutscene in the story of Dying Light 2, which I never do. Uh, but let me tell you right now, the story is butt cheeks. The characters are butt cheeks. Everything about it is bad, and I don't care, and it's taking too long. Fuck. That's exactly right for me to get to the next thing. Uh, real quickly, let me round out here. Um, Righteous Gemstones, uh, fully caught up. That show slaps. Funny that as always. Great. And then Peacemaker. I started it. I caught up fully. That show fucking slaps. Great show. That's it. That's all I have. Uh, it's probably the best thing I've seen from DC ever. Yeah. And it's probably my favorite work of James Gunn, if I'm being honest. And my favorite <laughs> work of John Cena. Seriously, John Cena, no meme. Honestly, the whole cast give every single one of them an Emmy because they they are not only so good by themselves, especially John Cena. Like he yeah. he that that motherfucker's got some acting chops, dude. Mm -hmm. And then the whole cast together, there's some awesome chemistry. And then the yeah. show makes you it does like comedy so well, and action so well, and also drama so well, and it switches between them very quickly. But yep. it handles it extremely well where no bit or no serious moment or no action sequence overstays its welcome. And it's constantly yep. moving um, in the best way possible. So, What interests me the most and one of the things that I think is just fascinating is that the show's like five or no, I'm sorry. The show's eight episodes total. Mm -hmm. The finale is this week. Right. And five of the episodes, the first five, were originally shot with a different actor as Vigilante. Uh, they recasted him. He's a completely different guy. They I did reshoots. Totally forgot you told me that. So that's one of the things that I think is just insane because I think his name is Freddie Stroma. He has such good chemistry with not only John Cena but the whole rest of the cast. Dude, he's phenomenal. How he so did they good. do that? I have no idea. You cannot tell. You can't, dude. Because honestly, the guy that they had originally, dude, if you look it up. I have no idea what they were thinking or how he was going to be vigilante. He's like an older, more like he's, he's like a big guy. He's like an older guy. Who's like big. And I'm like, how was he going to be like this kick-ass, you know, kick-ass the movie kick-ass. Right, right. That's what vigilante reminds me of. And I'm like, sure. how, how was he vigilante? It makes no sense. Wow. So I completely forgot you told me that that's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Apparently he didn't pass the, uh, asshole test, which is something that James Gunn does with every cast member. He basically calls up other people that he knows that that actor has worked with, and he asks, hey, is this guy an asshole? And if they say yeah, he doesn't hire him. Um, so wow. he passed initially, or he didn't do the test, and then there was creative differences on set after five episodes of filming, and the actor didn't want a long-term commitment when he found out it was going to be like a multiple-season thing. Sure. So, 
yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah, nuts. All right, Brett. Well, give give me your uh media consumption and then we'll do the abysmal chronicles and then we'll get into resident evil yeah so no movies this week uh it was my birthday week and i kind of i didn't watch anything oh yeah i forgot about that you yeah, like your just... gift oh yeah josh i wish we i, I wish we thought about that i, I would have had you play it right now on the stream uh josh got me a cameo from one of my favorite viners tiktokers twitter users uh james white so very yeah. cool, very swag. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's on it's on your Twitter account, so. It is, yes. Uh, my aunt said, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Uh, my aunt is in the chat. <laughs> um, jo so, aunt Joanne? Yep, Aunt Joanne. Nice. All right. So, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I didn't really watch any movies. Talk about some games I played really quick. So, this week I played uh, Dying Light 2. I managed to actually play a little bit with you in co-op last night, which was great because i can't play the game otherwise i'm stuck in a death loop glitch which is basically every time i spawn which was supposed to be seconds. patched yeah it was supposed to be fixed on friday of last week but i get four seconds of life and then i die immediately and then i come back to life and i get four seconds of life and i die and it's great it's fantastic so i can't even play the game i spent 60 dollars on it's fantastic uh but i can play co-op in someone else's world so last night i joined you and uh I played a little bit, which yeah. is nice. Co-op's fun when we can actually do stuff together. Yeah, 100%. So. I agree. The game's fun in co-op, but... It's almost like that was the original selling point of the game. <laughs> yeah, and co-op is like completely broken otherwise for everyone. Oh, what a joke. Uh, I played Inscription. All right, give it to me. That game is fun and cool and weird, and it's a combination of like Magic the Gathering and like Escape the room games if you remember those from back in the day where you'd like look around a room and like grab yeah. items and you know unlock things yeah like a little uh, point and click type thing yeah exactly it's like a point and click uh game like that but also magic the gathering mm -hmm. and you're in a room like a dark cabin room with a serial killer that's forcing you to play this board game basically right uh this card game and he like rolls out a map and like you progress i didn't expect it to play like that but he rolls out a map and you like progress on the map and then each part of that is like a different little thing where you get items or you have a duel or whatever so um yeah i recommend like there's a free demo on steam so if you are interested in what i'm talking about right now download the demo on steam try it out i believe your progress will carry forth to the full game uh but i bought it for like 16 dollars on sale and i really really thought it was cool i didn't finish it yet but mm -hmm. i liked it a lot yeah it's awesome and then finally, I uh, played and beat Pokemon Legends Arceus this week, uh, this weekend. That game is slaps. It, is that the official saying? What? Is it Arceus? Yeah, Arceus, how you actually okay. pronounce it. Right. I say Arceus, but um, it slaps, dude. It slaps so hard. The ending was great. Uh, just the gameplay itself was great. Everything about it was, was so slick. Uh, I, I would love to discuss more and talk about like, you know, spoiler points, but I can't because you haven't played it yet. Right. So when you when you beat it and you play it, we can do like a full discussion if you want. It, it might be a little outdated at, at that time, but sure, whatever. All right. And then finally, Righteous Gemstones. I've been watching that. That show is so great. If you haven't seen it, it's on HBO. Danny McBride uh, of Eastbound and Down fame kills it in this show. John Goodman absolutely kills it. Uh, I think her name's Edie Patterson. She kills it uh it's just a hilarious romp i love it and then Absolutely. peacemaker as josh just said that show rules finally 
Uh, the last thing that I watched, and I'm watching right now, Attack on Titan. I am now officially past where I stopped watching two years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm on my way to catching up. I'm on season three, episode like four. It's wild, dude. Yeah. Stuff is just stuff is happening. I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but. We just discovered something about the Titans and that you can get powers if you do things with Titans and eat things and people are doing stuff and uh, it's phenomenal. And uh, I'm really excited. The final season part two is out right now airing. So uh, I'm hopefully going to finish everything that's out and then I'll be able to watch the finale in real time with everyone else. So I don't get spoiled any further from what I've already been spoiled. You're going to be ahead of me. Yeah. Well, what are you? You're you're on season four, right? I I finished season three. Oh, okay. So I'm almost caught up to you. Yeah. I have not started season four yet. I wanted to wait until it's all out. Okay. So. Well, I recommend it. I mean, I know it's absolutely like really popular, but like if you haven't seen it, you know. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for liking the uh, the stream, Rick Walters. And I see Rick Walters in the chat too. Great show, funny. I'm pretty sure that's in regards to Peacekeeper, Peacemaker, or yeah. just gemstones. So. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for you. So I think then what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get to some Resident Evil 4 news in just a little bit. But before we do that, if you're new to the show, if you're new to the stream, we do a little segment called the Abysmal Chronicles in which we go over some of the news that was just a little too abysmal to make it as main topics. Josh, you asked me to play something, right? Yeah. Whenever you're ready, you play a little clip of music. You let me know. Here we go. Wow. And I don't know what's happening right now. I can't see what you're doing. So, oh, we're, we're just. No, no, no. We're, what do you mean? You can see. We're behind the Abysmal Chronicles desk, the casting oh, desk. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I totally yeah. didn't even realize. <laughs> so, we've been talking about this for a while that it was being built. You know what I mean? And HBOT finally, finally uh, finished it. So, here we are. I'm sure it'll continue to be updated. You know, I like LCD screens in the, uh, in the desk down there and uh, mm-hmm. things like that. But, you know, this is. We figured it was ready to be unveiled. Um, and, uh, since this is a, a segment on our show that we've been doing for a while, you know, it needs its own place in the HQ. So, yeah, the chairs have like HD rumble in them. So like, you know, whenever I play a sound effect or music, I can feel it in my chairs. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And so. you might be asking too, aren't you guys a little big for that desk or isn't a yeah. little, or isn't the desk a little big for us? And my response to you is no. <laughs> I think it is a little small, but that's besides the point. Um, Let's do it. Let's let's get started then. So thank you guys for, for tuning in again. Uh, thanks. This is the, thanks. 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 More. This is the um, the Abysmal Chronicles. So first, let's start off by uh, going over some video game releases. This is a video game podcast, so we are mm-hmm. going to talk about the latest releases. Mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West is coming out this Friday, which is February eighteenth. That's right. Um, we don't have anything else in this section because that's the only game that matters. Yeah, week, and we'll be week. talking about this in a, in a little moment here, too. Yeah, so uh, besides that, we don't have it on our list here, but uh, Elden Ring does come out next week, next Friday, so we are looking forward to that as well. Yep. But for now, let's talk about the Nintendo Direct. So for those of you that might have seen it last week, Nintendo had a live stream, a Nintendo Direct for February of 2022. Mm-hmm. And Josh, I know that you saw some news that came from it, but you did not watch the actual show. That's right. I only know a few of the news items from it, uh, but I didn't watch the show. 
Um, that's it. That's all I have for you. That's that's my response. Okay. So why don't you give it to me? Why don't you give me yeah. the quick, yeah. the Kirby suck down, if you will. I'm going to run through pretty much all the major headlines, and we could talk about each one just a little, like, a little bit. So, all right. first of all, the big thing that they showed off at the very end, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was announced and is going to be releasing in September of 2022, which is just a few months away. I have nothing to say about it. I know there's a big, uh, you know, Xenoblade fan base. Uh, I am I'm not part of it. I've always wanted to get into it. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, they are... Into, like they they're standalone ti- like they they are separated titles right like they're not connected actually yeah to my knowledge they're different like it's not the same characters but i don't know if it's in the same world based on what i know about xenoblade chronicles i think there was some things in this trailer that were from two in the background and stuff but um i think they're like years apart you know what i mean okay gotcha so. uh cool happy for xenoblade fans and yeah, it's coming really soon. Like this is kind of crazy that they're announcing it and it's coming out, you know, very quick. So yeah, uh, I love when when game companies do that because you don't have to wait very long to get it. Right. Next up, Mario Kart Del- Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Sorry about that. Uh, is gonna get forty eight new tracks with paid DLC that will go until twenty twenty three. What? That's pretty crazy. Uh, at the time. When they first announced it, I was I thought it was going to be a Mario Kart 9 announcement. When it was just 8 and it was new tracks, I was like, dude, you're going to milk th- this game. Mario Kart 8 came out like on the Wii U, dude. This is years ago at this point now, right? But then they said 48 new tracks. And they're not just new tracks. They're from like old games. So like they're pretty much putting like every track from every Mario Kart in Mario Kart 8. What are your thoughts on that? I'm a little dumbfounded right now, to be honest with you. It's I don't, a lot. I don't. I also don't understand. What do you not understand? Why are you? Why are they doing this? Why? Why not make a new Mario Kart? So the rumor is that they are working on Mario Kart Nine right now, but this is to hold us over while we wait. Um. The most important thing here is that Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass members are going to get all of the tracks at no additional cost. So we're going to have all of these for free, which is really oh. exciting. All right. Cool. I mean, listen, it's cool that they're going to support it like that. So, all right. It's just adding value to the Expansion Pass, too, which is really cool. Sure. All right. Next uh, item on the news, we have Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, which will be arriving to uh, the Nintendo Switch on June 24th, 2022. This is the second Musou-style Fire Emblem game, and it looks to feature characters from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Truly do not care about this at all. Yeah, uh, I also am never gotten to Fire Emblem. Uh, I know I would like Fire Emblem, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, never got into it. Uh, happy for the uh, Fire Emblem fans. That's it. Yeah. I think that one of the most important things about this, this whole Direct that should get you excited, Josh, is that we actually got release dates for almost everything they showed off. So That's good. I have the next I ha- thing. I have an overall thought at the very end, so I'll pin that and we'll come back to it. Okay. Uh so they also announced that Mario Strikers Battle League is going to be the next Mario Strikers game. This is like the first one in like 10 years or something. Yeah. Uh, and it's bringing 5v5 soccer action to the Nintendo Switch 
This is going to be releasing on June 10th, 2022. I'm quite excited for that. I'm a big fan of the Mario sports games. I, I know you like the, was it striker or uh, super uh, superstar baseball or golf golf. I thought you liked the baseball one too. Baseball no? one. Yeah. Mario uh, super sluggers or something. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I forgot about that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's another one. Got a release date for it and we didn't even know it was being made. So that's kind of exciting. Well, there you have it. This one, Josh, I want to talk about at length for a second. Chrono Cross Remaster has been announced for the Nintendo Switch and it is releasing April 7th, 2022. Yeah. Sorry about that. What is the deal with this? Because this is one of the games that we speculated was going to be a big PlayStation exclusive or a PlayStation reveal and it was going to be completely remade from the ground up. Instead, we're getting like a lackluster looking remaster. What is going on here? I think maybe these are to tide people over because these are Sony IP, correct? PlayStation IP? No. Or are they not? Well, then I don't know. Yeah, Chrono, Chrono Cross is not a PlayStation. Chrono IP. Trigger is. No. Okay. Well, then I don't know. I don't get it then. Yeah, I don't get it. So just one more piece of news here. It's actually called Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers Edition. It's going to include uh, updates like the ability to turn off uh, random encounters and an enhanced soundtrack. The game will also include the Radical Dreamers text adventure that was previously only available on Satellaview, which I have no idea what the Satellaview is. So, yeah. It's Square Enix. That's right. It's not PlayStation. Yeah. So well, this one's pretty big. I'll yeah, look. it's another con- confirmation of that NVIDIA leak, if you remember it. The GeForce. Is it, though? The GeForce think so then that one mentioned chrono cross specifically it did, i know that's what i'm saying though but is this the same thing as that yes oh well that's bad we got excited for like a remaster like a remake and it's it's just a remaster well i mean i guess that i guess this is that i don't know it, it looks I mean, like shit this is essentially just a port right it's it's yeah it's like an hd port it looks really bad well we'll see all right well more importantly josh we're getting Wii sports on the Switch with Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, it's going to feature soccer, bowling, tennis, chambara, badminton, and volleyball. What was that one? Chambara? Chambara. Ka- it's, ca- capybara? It's sword fighting. Oh, cool. Uh, the leg strap accessory that is found in Ring Fit Adventure and upcoming physical versions of Nintendo Switch Sports can be used to kick a virtual ball in soccer shootout as well. Which is a little neat little little thing they added. Because right now how it stands is you actually use your hands to play the soccer game, which mm-hmm. makes no sense. Right. So, uh, this will be launching April 29th, 2022. There's going to be free updates after it launches, including one that adds golf. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then an online play test will take place on February 18th through the 20th for all Nintendo Switch online members. So if you want to try it out before it actually comes out, that's your opportunity to try it. Yeah, this is probably the best thing that they announced. Um, also, surprising that baseball wasn't in there. I'm really disappointed that baseball's not in there, but I'm hoping it comes later, like golf. Yeah, that seems like a big oversight or mistake if it's not in there. Yeah, big fan of uh, Wii Sports Baseball. Absolutely, brother. All right, this one, this next announcement, 
my man, is something that I think that you will really like. And it's a game that caught my eye, mm. and I don't really usually play this kind of game, but I think this is really cool and amazing. Yeah. It's a game called Live Alive. Oh. Uh, it's coming west for the first time ever on July 22nd, 2022. It's got an HD 2D style that's very similar to like the Octopath Traveler games, which although it has a ridiculous name, we kind of know that like Octopath Traveler is like a very beautiful looking game mm-hmm. in the way they handle their sprites and whatnot. But listen to this. Live Alive story follows seven different protagonists from different eras, and you choose to follow their paths in any way or order you choose. Uh, the core gameplay remains the same throughout, but each scenario has its own unique gameplay gimmick. Mm. So each protagonist is from a different time period. So there's one where you play as a caveman. There's one where you're in the future. There's one where you're in like post future where you're like on a spaceship and like humanity doesn't even exist anymore. Um, There's one that takes place in modern day Japan where you're like a martial artist. There's one that takes place in like feudal Japan where you're like a sword, a sword samurai guy. Mm. Um, But it's a JRPG and apparently it's like really good and it looks really good. So I like it. I recommend checking out the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. I'm watching it right now. Okay. Um, so that's Live Alive. And then after that, we got Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, which are being added to Nintendo Switch Online for the Super Nintendo and the uh, Nintendo Entertainment Center uh, online applications. So if you're a fan of Earthbound or Mother, I mean, you can now play them on your Switch, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, for these little games right here. They actually published the uh, Earthbound manual, like the game manual, on Nintendo's website because I don't know if it's like integral to like the experience of playing Earthbound, but I heard it's very helpful to have the manual. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's such a unique game that I've watched countless documentaries on stuff, but I've never actually played it. Um, So I'm excited to get in there. Yeah, me too. Uh, Then they showed off the new Kirby game, and my notes here, I just wrote, Kirby can't fit things in his mouth in the new game. So they announced the new like feature where Kirby like eats big things, but his mouth can't fully wrap around the thing. So it like sticks out a little bit. I think it's called mouthful mode or something. But yeah, that was the big announcement they made there. Disney Speedstorm is a free to play Mario Kart clone by Disney. This looked pretty cool. It was weird that Nintendo allowed this to be shown the same presentation as uh, Mario Kart stuff because it's literally just a Mario Kart ripoff. But it is cool. It's free to play. And there's like Disney characters. There's Pixar characters. Uh, So if you have like a young family member that loves Disney, this is like a really cool game that you could try for free. You don't have to spend any money. Cool. Finally, I'm just going to do a roundup of some of the games that are coming to Switch that I thought were kind of cool or just pretty big additions to the Switch library. Mm Mm-hmm. So the Force Unleashed is finally coming to Switch. It's the Wii port, so you're going to be able to use the Joy-Cons uh, like you use the Wiimote on the Wii version. Uh, popular game Klonoa 1 and 2 are both coming to the Switch, and I think other systems as well. Mm. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to the Switch, which is, in my opinion, pretty impressive considering how demanding that game is. If yeah. You play that on the go, that's kind of impressive. Uh, Ask Creed, the Ezio collection, that game is like already out in the wild. I don't think it's supposed to come out until like this week or next week, but people have found it at Walmart and have been able to purchase it. So, you know, if you're interested in Ask Creed, try to find that at your local Walmart. They'll probably give it to you. Mm-hmm. Portal 1 and 2, both are coming to the Switch in one collection. Uh, Portal 2 is one of the greatest games of all time. So 
uh, if you haven't played it, this is a great chance to. And then I didn't re- write it down here, Josh, but Kingdom Hearts, like the whole series came to Switch, but it's cloud-based and apparently runs so, so bad. So Sorry, I'm banning people from our YouTube chat. Why are you banning people from our YouTube chat? Spam. Oh. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, what were you just saying? I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Kingdom Hearts is coming to Switch, and it's oh, yeah. th- through it through the cloud and apparently yeah. it's very bad. yeah that that version's bad digital foundry did a whole video on it and let me just tell you it's ass bro yeah i heard it's really bad so all right well moving on josh today reviews dropped for horizon forbidden west we have a roundup here of reviews That's we're right. gonna go over them we're gonna talk about them all right hit me with it so press start gave horizon forbidden west a 10 mm-hmm. kind of funny gave it a five out of five game informer gave it a 9.3 IGN gave it a nine. Uh, Inverse gave it a nine. The Sixth Axis gave it a nine. Uh, WCCF Tech gave it a nine. CG Magazine gave it a nine. Fexture Life gave it an eight. GameSpot gave it an eight. And at the time I pulled the stats, Open Critic has it at a ninety-one, and Metacritic has it at a ninety. Yeah, it's an eighty-nine on Metacritic now. Okay, so eighty-eight uh, or something, but whatever. Oh. A publication called For the Wind did a little write-up, and I just pulled one of the quotes. They said, uh, outside of a few small issues, Forbidden West feels like the game that Gorilla wanted to make with Horizon Zero Dawn. Forbidden West is stuffed with moments that will take root in the memory. Yeah. I've heard it's an improvement in every sense of the word, so. Yeah, me too. That's all good. It's the best news. Very good news. Yeah. Might even review better than Elden Ring. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I don't know if Elden Ring is going to get nines and tens, but we'll see. I don't know about that. All right. Last up on the Abysmal Chronicles, we got some gaming deals. So if you're looking to buy some games, specifically PlayStation games, this is a segment for you. Right now, there is a huge PlayStation sale on Amazon. You can get Returnal for $49.99, which is a great game. Uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut for $37.30. That's another great game. Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut for $49.99, which I haven't beaten it, but I've heard raving things about it. Ratchet & Clank, A Rift Apart for $49.99, which to me is still a steep price for a single-player experience like that. Uh, But that game slaps, so consider it. Days Gone, $19.99. It is on the PS Plus collection if you have a PlayStation 5. But if you haven't seen it, we did a video on our channel. Josh released a full documentary style. Uh, Days Gone, PlayStation's not so hidden gem. If you haven't seen that, go check that out. And then go buy Days Gone for $19.99 on Amazon. Yeah, the lowest it's ever been. Yeah. According to Honey. Uh, the Neo Collection is $39.99, so you can get Neo 1 and 2. The Last of Us Part 2, which was our game of the year when it came out, right? Uh, you are correct, yeah. $19.99, great price. Uh, and then right now, so this is the cheapest that this next game has ever been. Demon Souls, $39.99 on Amazon mm. right now for PlayStation 5. So if you've been, you know, itching to play Demon Souls, if you want to, you know, maybe try Elden Ring, but you don't know what you're getting into with this whole Dark Souls, Demon Souls gameplay, uh, $39.99, you can get Demon Souls. So hell yeah. Go try it out. All right. All right. Well, moving on. Before we hop into the main topic and before we roll the intro, Josh. There is something we need to do. Yeah. 
We got to shout out our sponsor. Guys, listen, we're sponsored by W Energy. You go to W.GG, you can check them out. It's an energy drink company, but it's different. It's not what you think it is, okay? It was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters, no crashes. Uh, Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, which I've never heard of until I saw W, uh, including the patented Neurofactor. Don't ask me what it is. All I know is it works, it tastes good, okay? Uh, No calories, no sugar, no artificial colors, no fillers, none of the bad stuff that you find in other energy drinks. If you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on Dubby. Uh, Save 10% if you use our code SLICK at checkout. Uh, Again, it's Dubby.gg. We are officially sponsored. This stuff rules. It's really good. My favorite flavor is Dub Sludge. Hell yeah. I just downed an entire thing of Dragonade. Did you? While you were speaking, yes. Listen, I'm not one to like shill products but i thoroughly enjoy w and i didn't i I didn't know if i was gonna like it we actually so here's the deal i'm gonna give everyone the skinny the 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 real skinny right now give them the skin down i saw w was advertising they said we support creators we will sponsor you submit your youtube channel your twitch channel uh and we'll consider it i sent them all of our information i said this would be great you know our first sponsorship on our channel that would be really cool and they approved us. And I was like, whoa, they approved us. That's kind of crazy. I waited until I had the product in my hand yep. to try it before we we officially, you know, started shilling it out. And I got to tell you, I wouldn't shill it if I didn't like it. Uh, you know, it's really good. It's it's great. So, uh, again, if you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on the dubby. That's right. And that directly supports us. Sports W, yeah. obviously, but it also directly supports us. We get a portion of that, and W then knows that we're sending people over there. I know a few of you have done it, but please do it. They have a test kit, a trial kit, a offer a kit, a starter kit, <laughs> starter kit. Thank you. Uh, yep. If you want to try it to get engaged at a low price, I think it's like twelve or eleven dollars if you use our code Slick at checkout uh, for ten percent off. Uh, and then you can try it for yourself, and then you can buy eighteen thousand tubs and use code Slick. So, yeah, the ten percent you save when you use code Slick goes right to us. So whatever you would be saving with that ten percent instantly goes to us, and we can use that for our videos, future videos that we're going to yeah. create. So, including a new unclaimed baggage, which is in the works. It's still going to be a little while, but in the future, soon, shortly. Uh, that's an expensive video series to produce. Uh, so please support us and send us some schmecks send us some schmecks that's right so josh uh without further ado i think the only thing left to do is to roll that motherfucking intro
A few moments later. Well, Brett, our main topic, what everybody's been waiting for, what we've been waiting for to discuss all day, the remake. <clears throat> I just, yes. I just peeked the fuck out of my mic. I'm going to do it again. The remake of Resident Evil 4 has not officially been announced, Brett, but in our opinion, it is all but confirmed. Do you concur? Dude, we got a lot of news today. It's coming. It's going to happen. Uh, I think within a week, we're going to get confirmation of the Resident Evil 4 remake. It's coming fast, and it's coming hard. Wowza. So, Brett, Josh. now this is all coming via fanbite, which I have them up behind us, but sometimes I don't like to leave text up behind us because it's, you know... It's it's not just coming from Fanbyte. Well, okay. no, 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 there's multiple parts to it, but this first part that I'm going to say is coming okay. from Fanbyte. Because you and I were investigative journalists this morning, and we're sending each other links back and yeah. forth. My, I, I, have a, I have a spam risk calling me on my phone. <clears throat> Should I answer? Yeah. Hello? We are conducting a short public opinion survey in Philadelphia. Are you able to answer a few questions for me, please? How long is this going to take? We're looking about a 12-minute survey, sir. I will go as quick as possible. Uh, let me get to my main screen and we'll get started. No. It's all quick statements, so there's nothing wrong in our statement. Uh, now, uh, let me get started. So, uh, this first part of <laughs> this first part of information is coming via fanbyte, and then we have we have a bunch of threads, a bunch of bunch of strings to attach here. It branches out, dude. It goes deep and hard. Um, so, Resident Evil Four, considered by some Brett, maybe even some, well, not actually some people in this room right now, but considered by some to be one of the best video games of all time, as you know, has been traveling the rumor circles. For One of the most influential. For some time. Sure. So the story goes, Brett, that Capcom... I don't know why I'm... Why are you yelling? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you, but that shit ain't balling. I... You gotta uh, stop the yelling. Right, I'm gonna tone it down. The story goes, Brett, that Capcom, emboldened by the promising milestones of Resident Evil 2 remake during its development, a game that we both love... St started work on a matching remake of Resident Evil 4. Now, we've talked about this on the channel before, this specific yeah. topic. Um, so go check that out if you haven't. Maybe I'll put a title card here, if I remember. Um, if not, we have... we did Also, we did an entire live stream about Resident Evil 4. We should have mentioned that earlier. If you haven't watched our live stream of Resident Evil 4, an entire series where I played Resident Evil 4 for the first time, you should go check it out because it's good, and we did it in cosplay. Anyway. Just put a card up for that, too. There's probably not one there, so you're going to have to go take a little bit on the channel, but maybe I'll remember to put it somewhere else later. Um, so, basically, during Resident Evil 2 Remake's development, they started work on a matching remake of Resident Evil 4. Now, the rumor is true, according to Fanbyte's sources, that the game is in development and set to be revealed this year, the RE remake, RE4 remake. So, then, Brett, today, the official Resident Evil portal Twitter, now, this <clears> isn't <throat> directly related, which we'll touch on, but it, it leads to the next step. The official Resident Evil portal Twitter tweeted this. Oh, there's something suspicious, some suspicious, 
It's really bad English. Oh, there's some suspicious activity going on at the Resident Evil portal. It seems that this was the reason why all the staff around me worked busy lately. Oh, come on, dude. Fucking proofread your tweets. There's something going on tomorrow at 4 p.m. Japan Standard Time, so we hope you all enjoy it. And then this came up, Brett. This was the tweet, right? Um, and then somebody tweeted uh, this person, Marlis, at Marlis June, John, on Twitter, said that this looks like the Resident Evil 4 options menu, which, I mean, that those backgrounds? Come on now. Yeah. But, Brett, even more importantly, today, on Capcom's website, on my notes just made me laugh this was coupled with a, ca a countdown on capcom's now five percent saudi owned website <laughs> that's good i should really i should have stuck to my notes oh, that's I, really I, I should have stuck to my notes damn all right we got to go back so these look these look the same right mm -hmm. and then this of course was coupled with a countdown on capcom's now five percent saudi owned website wow that's right uh, which I fucking closed. Where is it? You closed the notes? Oh, the Saudi website. Or the Capcom website. Uh, there's a countdown on Capcom's website. Mm-hmm. Well, now I gotta find it. Because I fucking closed it. I fucked around and found out. Hang on, you're all seeing my DMs now. You're gonna deal with Cap this for a second. The Capcom come down. You're going to see all of the things that Brett and I are talking about, what we want to talk uh, about. Maybe you shouldn't be showing that on the stream. No, nah, nobody can see it. It's, oh. behind, it's behind my head. Uh, here it is. The website. With the countdown that says six days and five hours. There I go screaming again. There I go killing again. So I want to point out, yeah. the countdown might not have anything to do with the Resident Evil portal reveal. No, no, no. Uh, yes, that's a good point. Thank you. Yeah, they could be completely unrelated. But Which, they both dropped today. Right. Now, I think they are unrelated because of this next part that we're going to talk about. So, yeah. Brett, all of this, right, is pointing to a reveal very soon of Resident Evil 4 Remake. And you might say that in six days and five hours, that would be February 21st, 2022. Right? Yep. And you also might notice then that February 21st of 2022 is none other than President's Day. And you also might recall the whole premise of Resident Evil 4's plot is that you, Leon, are taking a baby girl who's the president's daughter to safety and rescuing right. her from a village. That is correct. Uh, there's also the fact that apparently the font they use on the Countdown website is the same as the font that was used in Resident Evil 4 marketing materials and in the official manual that came with the game. Right. So, so basically... This is all pointing to the remake being announced very soon. This is all but confirmed. And I am giving you my my guarantee, my personal guarantee, that on February 21st, 2022, in just a few days when this timer is done, we will officially hear the reveal of Resident Evil 4 Remake. And, Brett, we might see this game sooner than I think some people expect. Is it this year? My question, my thought is yes, because Capcom does not often announce a game, specifically Resident Evil games, too far in advance. Yeah. So. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to reveal, uh, talk about the, yeah, that little bit of information that has leaked. And then I want to talk about what other things this countdown could be leading towards. Um, 
So go ahead and go through with all the details we got. Yeah. So basically, with all this happening today, we have now new details on the remake itself. Again, this is going back to that fanbite source. So basically, the village scene, right, which is the beginning of the game, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly, yep. Um, yep. and a quote-unquote decent portion of the rest of the game will now take place at night. Terrifying. They, I am already terrified. Famously, the village scene and a bunch of other scenes actually do not take place at night in the original Resident Evil 4. Now, these are supposed to be scarier and inspired by the Resident Evil 4 betas. Which, if you know, the Resident Evil 4 betas were actually like... The original villains in that were like ghosts, and it was like paranormal, and yeah. it was really fucking terrifying, apparently. Yeah. Um, so. We did touch on that in our Resident Evil 4 live stream. I think in passing, we were just discussing that while I was popping people's heads off. Yeah. Um, and then side characters will have bigger, ro bigger roles, um, including Ada's campaign, Ada Wong's campaign, that will be exp expanded upon. Um, yeah, I don't know if we actually, if you and I actually played went back and played the ada campaign uh i don't think we did but you play as ada and uh yeah. it, it's kind of like resident evil 2 where you have the claire story and the leon story right i think they might like what you're saying here is that the her campaign might be expanded right. we might get a resident evil 2 situation where you play you can choose to play as either of them yeah uh, and then their stories will combine at the end basically yeah that will be very very Cool. So there's just some new details that we have. Everything's pointing towards this February 21st announcement. Yeah. Um, you know, accidentally showed uh, some naked pictures of Brett there, uh, as Bmar says in the chat. But what what are your thoughts, Brett? What, what where do you want right. to take this conversation? So I I want to believe that this is Resident Evil Four remake. Okay. There's a couple of other things it can be, but let's let's assume it is Resident Evil Four remake for a second. So the same source that detailed all of the things that you just talked about, so the village scene being at night, uh, the scarier gameplay elements inspired by the beta, side characters having bigger roles, the same source that said that also said, Josh, that we were going to be getting a reveal in quarter one of 2022. Correct. That leads me to believe, listen, we're almost done quarter one, okay? That leads me to believe this is it. This is going to be Resident Evil 4 remake, okay? Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's all the other things I already said. You know, you got the font. That's the same font as the, as the Resident Evil 4 marketing materials in the guidebook. Uh, everything is just is pointing towards Resident Evil 4. All this news that we're getting. Uh, the portal, the Resident Evil portal, which has... Uh, what you can see behind the red is like a history of Resident Evil, right? Mm -hmm. Why would they be giving you a brief history of Resident Evil if not to prep you for a new, you know, an old but new story that you might not remember, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's it. I think it possibly could be Resident Evil 4 Remake. Mm -hmm. What else could it be? Well, it could be Resident Evil 4 VR, which came out recently, uh, being announced for other platforms, mm -hmm. or an update for that. It also could be Resident Evil 8 Village DLC, which mm. we know has been being worked on for quite a while. Yeah. And truthfully, I would not be upset if that's what it was either. Yeah. So the portal announcement, which is coming tomorrow at the time of recording this, um, so I'm not sure when we're going to release this as a separate video if we are, but, you know, it's whatever. We might be a little late on that one. So, well, this is that. This is the video on that. Yes. But more importantly, now my brain is scrambled eggs. Um, the countdown. The, the countdown is Resident Evil 4 Remake. That's it. It is. There's also the fact that there's a big Street Fighter tournament 
And on the last day of the tournament, uh, that would be the day that the countdown ends. And a lot of people are saying we're due for a new Street Fighter announcement. So it also could be Street Fighter. Yes. But it's not. So that's not as exciting for us, but it could be just a new Street Fighter. It's not. So, so if this is a Resident Evil 4 remake announcement, Brett, yeah. when do you mm-hmm. think we see this game? Well, I don't know if I'm as optimistic as you in that it's coming out this year. Um, this game's been being worked on for a while, but there's also the fact that this game was being worked on and then was canceled and sure. then scrapped from the, you know, scrapped, scrapped, everything was scrapped. It started from the ground up and completely remade it. Uh, so I don't know. I truly don't know uh, when it's going to be coming out. But would I like for it to be out, you know, October of this year? Yes. That is I, what I would like. I could see it happening. It's just historically Capcom with Resident Evil does not wait too long between announcement and release date. And they're usually yeah. pretty good with hitting the release dates. So if this game is truly going to be announced on the 21st then i would have to assume that it's going to be released this year at some point yeah i would love that i it would make the most sense for them to announce it in q1 and then have it come out in like q4 right yeah um people are ready for this game i'm ready for this game mm-hmm. uh, all the remakes so far have sold really well yeah uh three Res- wasn't received as well but yeah three was not as good as two still good though yeah it was all right so that's what I have to say about this. Uh, you know, it was pretty crazy how all this broke today, and a lot of people were talking about it. So I wanted to make sure that we talked about it here on the show as well. Yep. Um, Lots of Resident Evil fans uh, I know on our channel. Also, yeah. if you're not subscribed, you should do that. Josh, let me ask you one more question before we move on. Seeing how you just beat Resident Evil 4, are you still excited for this? Are yeah. you as excited as you would have been if you didn't play it? I think so. Yeah, I'm ready for it, especially if it's expanded and different. Um, yeah. And Resident Evil 4 was great. I love it. So, yeah, I am I want it. Okay. I want Checking it. in. I want it. All right. Well, a game that you might not want. We're going to talk about Cyberpunk 2077, guys. This is a game that was banned from our channel for I... being so bad. Yep. This is a chance for redemption for them. Guys, what we're going to talk about is Cyberpunk 2077 finally, finally, finally coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles. A next-gen version of Cyberpunk that plays right, has no glitches, presumably. Uh, It's coming. And you might be wondering when. When is it coming? Because we've been waiting for years at this point now, over a year. Guys, Cyberpunk 2077 for PS5 and Xbox Series consoles, along with the 1.5 update that is supposed to overhaul the entire game, is probably coming out tomorrow at the time we were recording this. Uh, So February 15th, it is probably going to be out. Why do I think that? Josh, why do I think that? I don't know. Tell me. CD Projekt Red announced a red stream, which sounds like a porn website, <laughs> uh, presentation for upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 news. The announcement tweet was very vague, and it was in-universe, so they were like, hey, Choom, you want to go fucking watch a live stream? And uh, 
It didn't give any information as to what they were going to talk about. It was just like, we're doing a live stream. Come check it out. Right? So tomorrow, there's going to be this live stream on the official CD Projekt Red Twitch account. But the beans have been spilt, Josh. Because someone on the official CD Projekt Red Billy Billy account, which if you don't know, Billy Billy is like a Chinese uh, social media for gaming. Uh, they literally just posted and said, hey, by the way, the translation is really bad, but hey, Warriors, Cyberpunk 2077 next generation slash 1.5 version update description, and then tweeted the link to or posted the link to the stream. So this is the only time that we've seen next generation and the 1.5 update being talked about uh, by the official CD Projekt Red account. Although it was on a Chinese website, but still, it was them. But you might be thinking, okay, it was the Chinese social media team. They messed up, right? Wrong. As I said, the next-gen version of Cyberpunk and the 1.5 version update is probably going to launch as soon as tomorrow. Josh, would you believe the game is already showing up as optimized for Xbox Series S and X on the console? I would, because Mr. Tom Warren tweeted it right there. So if you literally go to your Xbox console right now and you got Cyberpunk installed, it'll literally say that the game is optimized for the Xbox Series console. Uh, Someone tweeted it, and if you scroll down, Josh, on that tweet, you'll see that CD Projekt Red actually replied Mm -hmm. uh, with a GIF. Like, they were caught, basically, right? So why am I bringing all this up? Well, I've never finished Cyberpunk. I thought it was... Very promising. I was really let down, but I thought it was promising, and I wanted to wait for the next-gen version. Listen, it's finally coming. I'm going to finally beat the game. If they pick the they pick the absolute worst time to launch it, mind you, Uh-oh. with two big games coming out. What if they're launching it because it also has issues and is still broken? Well, that could very well be the case. Um, but the main reason I'm bringing it up is this. If you're interested in buying, playing this game, buy it now. Because right now, the game is so unbelievably cheap, you'll be able to upgrade for free to the next-gen version and play it. So, you know, buyer beware. The game could be broken. The game could suck. But if you want to give it a shot, now is the time to buy it because they're shadow-dropping it for a reason. They're shadow-dropping it so that you can't, you know, get it for cheap. And then they're going to launch it tomorrow with, like, a new price. So get it now if you want to try it out. Buyer beware. That shit ain't on me. If it sucks, I claim no negative energy. I don't want it. So that's it. That's all I got for you. I don't have much to add to this conversation, Brett. Other than my game crashed 88 times when I played it originally. I have no interest in playing an updated version of it, and I hope CD Projekt Red closes its doors, all the executives go bankrupt and die a painful death, and all of the developers find new, better homes for themselves. Okay. Well, then, moving on, Josh, it's time for the final topic of the day, the final segment here on Hapticast. We're going to be talking about indie games with our little segment called Indie Intel. That's right. This week we got seven, seven 
different games to talk about. That's right. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, Josh, last week, the very tail end of last week, PlayStation showed off seven new indie games in a new PlayStation Indies blog post. That's right. The blog post featured these games. Moss, Book 2, Animal Well, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, Post Void, Salt and Sacrifice, Samurai Gun 2, and Hello Neighbor 2. That's right. Uh, Which of these games do you know? Salt and Sacrifice, Hello Neighbor, Moss. um... Okay, we'll go from there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So I don't know much about all of them, but I'll talk about the ones I do know. Moss Book 2 is a sequel to the PlayStation VR game called Moss. Uh, It was a very interesting platforming game where you are basically looking on at this 2D environment and you play as a little mouse called Moss, I think is his name. I don't know. And you play as a little mouse and they're making a sequel. So if you're hyped for PlayStation VR and you have a PlayStation VR, this is another game for you to get and try out. Um, and the first one is great as well. I think it was free on PlayStation Plus, so you might already have it if you're a uh, avid PlayStation Plus member mm-hmm. like myself. I don't know much about Animal Well, but I will talk about TMNT Shredder's Revenge, Josh. If you're a fan of Turtles in Time, Shredder's Revenge is the game you've been waiting for since you were a kid. I remember when I was a little kid at Chuck E. Cheese at a birthday party, and they had one arcade cabinet, and it was TMNT. Turtles in Time, and I literally used all the coins they gave me for the birthday party on that game. Every time I died, I popped a coin in, and I beat the game with my yeah. friends. It's an excellent game. So this is the same style to beat them up, and they just announced on this live stream, actually, the blog post thing, um, that you're going to be able to play a Shredder, I believe. So yeah. That's exciting. Very cool. Post Void is a game that I actually own. It's very cheap on Steam. Dude, this game is like Hotline Miami, first person on crack. You basically move very fast throughout a level, and you have a gun. And every time you shoot your gun, it, like, lowers in terms of, like, how much ammo it has. But when you get kills, it makes the ammo go back up. And when you run out of ammo, you die. So you have to move very quick and get kills. Mm. Otherwise, you die, basically. Right. Uh, And if you take too many hits, you also die. So it's very fast-paced. Very colorful. The graphical style is very interesting. Um, if you haven't yeah, seen it, it's it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's really unique. Yeah. So I recommend checking that out. And if it's as cheap as it is on uh, Steam, it's a no brainer. Pick it up. It's it's just stupid, quick fun, you know. And I'm sure it has like a deep narrative. It reminds me of like Super Hot in that mm. regard, where it has like simple gameplay, but well, not simple. Mm. It's, it's tough, but it probably mm. has like a really weird narrative, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, listen, dude, Salt and Sacrifice. Salt and Sanctuary is one of my favorite indie games of all time. It is literally like Dark Souls and Bloodborne fused together in 2D. Uh, if you haven't played Salt and Sanctuary, check it out. It's probably really cheap right now. And uh, I beat the shit out of that game. I loved it. It was really good. And now they're making a sequel. I've been watching some of the developers. I shared one with you, actually, Josh. They posted a GIF of uh, of how the game works. But yeah, I'll say one thing about Salt and Sacrifice. it also has co-op which and this game has like advanced co-op the first game had had co-op but it wasn't it was like 
basic. They completely rehauled the co-op, and that's actually what they focused on in this PlayStation Indie blog post was specifically just the co-op. So um, I recommend we watch that together, and I recommend we play that together as well. Uh, Brian Martin. one more thing? Yeah. (laughs) Brian Martin in the chat says, have you guys played Katana Zero? Yes, I have played that game. Yes. That game slaps, and I want the uh, the DLC to come immediately. That game does slap, but I'm so bad. I'm so bad at games, dude. I'm looking it up because... I'm so bad dude. at games. I haven't beaten it. I got so far in that game, and it fucking made me lose the will to live after a certain point. Where is the DLC at? Why do we not have it yet? It says, free DLC is now so big, it's more like Katana 1.5. Oh, boy. Six times the original plan size, dude. Oh my god. Brett, would you call this a uh twenty three nineteen? It's twenty three nineteen. This game's slick. Um yes, uh Katana Zero slaps and the fact that they're making a DLC for it is awesome, but I just wish it would come out already because I've been waiting for so long. Um that game's awesome. I can't say anything but that. It's great. Hello neighbor two. Hello Neighbor was extremely popular. Uh, I actually enjoyed watching people play this game more than I enjoyed playing it myself. Dashy. Yeah, Dashy would play it. So uh, I don't really have anything to say about Hello Neighbor 2, except uh, I hope that it's fun to watch because that's how I'm going to enjoy it. And that's all I got for you, Josh. Those are seven games. I don't know Animal Well, and I don't know Samurai Gun 2, but um, yeah, I watched everything else. It's cool that uh, PlayStation is spotlighting some stuff here. I would argue, I don't know really how indie um, some of these games are, to be honest with you, in the traditional sense, as far as the size of their team and the funding of it goes. I'm looking at you specifically, Hello Neighbor 2. Um, and TMNT. And TMNT. But, I mean, there's some still some great games in here. And Salt and Sacrifice, obviously, um, you know, which is the big one for us. So check them out, support them. Uh, and we'll leave the link to the blog post and stuff in the description um which i think the blog post should have links to purchase all the games if you want to so or pre-order yeah or pre-order them at least so yeah check them out Mm -hmm. oh no i almost just played the gg ad again i don't do that I have to pee so bad. Can I tell you that? I fucking down that dubby, and now I got a fucking pissy. Well, that's a talking point then for uh, their their sales. It'll make you piss real good. Well, I mean, I also, I mean, I downed a fucking thing of Diet Coke. I have, I have my fucking coffee over here that I drank before we fucking started. Yeah, I got my coffee over Starbucks, and then I downed this whole thing, and then I had a fucking... Dude, I drink so much liquid throughout the day, it's not even funny. I wish we talked about Final Fantasy sometime today. Final Fantasy? I have, I have a sound clip that is specifically only... It's so obscure. It is only for when we ever talk about Final Fantasy, which isn't very often. We talked about but. Final Fantasy last week. Final Fantasy sucks ass now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I can't wait to use that one in actual context. Um, I love it. 
So for everyone that doesn't know, I have a new soundboard system, as you've been hearing throughout the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm still working out the kinks. I'm still adding some sounds to it. Uh, but I have one that I've created today that is only uh, Chad Warden sound effects. So if you don't know who Chad Warden is, look him up. He's my hero. Uh, my dream is to interview him. He is just an inspiration to me. And uh, I don't even know what else to say. But I have a whole soundboard of his uh, quotes. And I think they're actually all from the same video. And as a matter of fact, if I played them in a certain order, I could probably replicate almost the entire video. Mm -hmm. But uh, obviously, there's some that are a little too vulgar for me to play on stream. So I, so I did not get those. Here's what we're going to do. Right. I'm going to put that in my mind palace. Mm -hmm. That you could do that. Mm -hmm. And then randomly, one day, when we're streaming. So bitches. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call a 23. I'm going to call a 2322, dude. Those are two different clips, by the way. I just played them in, in order. Yeah, I'm gonna call a twenty. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. Call, I'm gonna call a code Chad, dude, a code Chad Daddy. And when I do, you have to in sequence connect those to play the best combined thing of the video that we can. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. It will never not get old for me. <laughs> well, that's a bad thing for us. Because it's never going to get old for me either. So. That's what I'm saying. It's never going to get old for me. Yeah. So, you know, buckle in. That's right. Buckle in. Well, I don't know if there's anything else to say, except uh, we do have that video dropping later this week for the full interview with GG. That's right. Uh, unrelated from W.GG. Right. GG app. app. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. We're probably going to set it as a premiere, so you'll be able to get a reminder when it goes live. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't downloaded GG, check it out. It's it's really good, really yeah. cool app for uh, yeah. organizing your games. I'll show you what the uh, the app looks like. Oh yeah, show them. So there it is. I just oh, I wanted to show you the splash screen. It didn't really work. Well, here's the app. I'm going to show you my profile. This is my profile. I don't know how well you can see this or not, but. You see my reviews. We try to play some games. My ratings, my ratings are so skewed, dude. It's either five stars, one star, or nothing. Pretty it's much happy how to get good games. Pretty much like my letterbox count. Uh, I had the latest games that I reviewed here, which I went back and reviewed some that I didn't. I got my lists, including my favorite games of all time, which we did a series on. I have my 2022 kill list that I made. The games that I have to beat, I said, the games I must beat in 2022 or I'll be ashamed. Dying Light 2 is on there, uh, which I might be deleted. Who wants to play that shit? Nice. Horizon, Elden Ring, Star Wars, The Skywalker, Lego Saga, Brilliant Diamond, Pokemon Arceus, Shifu or Sifu or Seifu, I forget. Shifu? It's, it's not pronounced Sifu, it's pronounced something different. Uh, in actual Cantonese. Halo Infinite, the campaign. Zombie Army 4. Mass Effect 3, which I don't really want to do. But Shadows of the Damned I put in here. Ballin! Metro Last Light Redux. And then Metro Exodus. Cool. So GG is cool. Download it. That video is coming later this week. Alright. Anything else? No, I'm going to go eat dinner. Alright, I'm going to go pee. Everyone... Thanks for watching. We appreciate you coming by, stopping by, uh, watching the full podcast. 
We're going to look into putting these on uh, audio platforms. I know some people have been asking about that. Uh, so we're going to look into that. It's not as easy as some people think to get uh, on yeah. audio platforms like that. Also, not easy for us considering that we, we are mostly... Back. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're mostly visual and we have a huge backlog of one trillion videos. So. Yeah, I mean, we have 62 episodes of Hapticast and the problem is up until we started doing them live most of them are edited for video purposes and the audio also sucks ass on the older ones probably yeah yeah i don't fucking know so we're gonna look into it but uh for the time being again thank you for watching uh be on the lookout we got that interview and then we have a new episode of unclaimed baggage that we're going to be filming within the next month uh josh just purchased items for me I'm going to wait a couple weeks and then purchase some items for him. That way he doesn't know what is on the site. You're not, you're not <clears throat> ready. Is that shipping to my house? Yes. Oh boy. You're not ready for is what it it is in that package. Um, I mean, there's several items that none of them should be. None of them should be too big. Okay. It should fit in how, a normal box. How much did you spend? Because I'm going to try to spend the same as you. I spent around, so I think I got you four or five items, and I spent around sixty-ish bucks, okay. which is typically what we've all we normally do at least three items, but I've always spent you know between fifteen sixty, yeah. so that's what I did. This okay. Time. Unless I find something absolutely absolutely insane, I will probably stick yeah. to the same. So I did. So my theme, first of all, is impeccable. It is. I mean, I should win a fucking Oscar for the theme I created for you for that. But there is one item that I really wanted, not related to the theme, that I actually just wanted to get you, but it was sold by the time I went to go check out. So, oh my god, that sucks. I must have caught it when it was listed because it was in a, the collectibles section. Well, what was it? Is it part of the theme? Will it spoil oh no, 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 no! It was a WWE action figure. Ah, uh, who was it? Kevin Owens. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Was it an elite or was it just a regular? I forget. It was like twenty some bucks though, so must. Oh my god! Was yeah. it in the box? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So I just got a new uh, action figure action. Nice. That's it. All right. Anyway, all right. Well, make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share it with your friends, make sure you do all the YouTube stuff, all the Facebook stuff, all the Twitter stuff, all the Twitch stuff, uh, the TikTok stuff. Um. All that stuff, all the things. We appreciate everybody for watching or watching live or watching on the playback. Uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Can I tell you something? That looks like a dildo. <laughs> I have to pee so bad, dude. Go pee. Drain <laughs> just, the snake. Just go, just go pee and just leave you to your devices. Drain the snake, brother. You have a nickname for yours? My what? My snake? Yeah. No. Mine's called Snake Paul because it's always losing.